Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Internet Marketing Unleashed, the podcast. I'm your co-host. I'm your host. I'm your host with the most. Your host with the most. Scott Pavlik, a blog on technology, and uh, this podcast is for the women out there and the guys that uh, love women, because uh, we've got some uh, interesting news about uh, some studies that were done on. Uh, uh, on women and, and what they like, and uh, we've been talking about Twitter and stuff, and I have bad news for the Twitterers out there, because uh, women prefer blogs and Facebook to Twitter, and we're going to get into that in a little bit more detail, but uh, before we do, I want to welcome to the call uh, my good friend Mike Rotkin, the SEO champion. Hey, Mike, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good today. It's going to be about 100 degrees in Vegas, but uh, I'm going to survive. <laughs> doing well. Oh, how are man. you today? I'm up in Vancouver. It was pouring rain yesterday. It's cloudy today and wet, and uh, we would say mild because there's no snow. But uh, I send some of that heat up here, okay, buddy? <laughs> will do, will do. I will send it right up. All right. So uh, women seem to like to keep their personal lives and their business lives separate. And particularly when it comes to social media, and I can totally understand that because uh, one of the big problems that people are running into that they don't realize when they uh, get on places like Facebook is, uh, well, let me give you an example, right? Some guy gets on Facebook, he's 20, he goes out, he parties, a bunch of his buddies get him drunk, and he does stupid things, they take pictures, they put them up on an album on Facebook, they tag him. And then he goes to apply for a job, and of course what the guys are doing now as a background is they do a search on your name, and, and your Facebook pictures show up, and there they see you making a, a total uh, you know, ass of yourself, and they say, ooh, I don't want this guy doing that, and uh, those sort of things. So I can totally understand why people want to really, you know, we, <clears throat> we haven't talked about privacy a lot, but I think privacy is going to become a bigger and bigger issue because, you know, there are things that you don't necessarily want people at work or maybe your family or not that they're, you know, okay, so you got drunk, right? But uh, it, it just all of a sudden, instead of me telling somebody, you know, oh, I got, you know, drunk last night, they all know already, and uh, that's not necessarily a good thing. Certainly doesn't, you know, help your reputation and, and that sort of stuff. And uh, so I think, you know, keeping your personal life private, your business life, if it's, you know, private too, if you want to. I mean, there's certain, uh, obviously, I don't want to keep my business life private because I'm kind of in the public eye with the with the podcast and the speaking I do and everything else. But, you know, if you've got a uh, floral shop, for example, you, you know, you might want to keep... Uh, any, you know, a lot of the business private in terms of you don't want maybe want your competition to know that you're thinking about opening a shop in another neighborhood, right? You know, because maybe they they'd say, oh, maybe we should compete for that spot and and uh, and go as well. So, I think privacy is going to become a bigger and bigger issue. And of course, blogs and Facebook and Twitter are all things that. Uh, you know, uh, are very public, right? So uh, anyway, a study was done by in uh, let's see, it was done by Blog Her and iVillage and Compass Partners, and it was 2009 Women in Social Media Study, and uh, it came up with, ba you know, basically what they said was, uh, 
they, women consider blogs great sources of information, especially regarding purchases. So there you go, you know, the internet marketers out there, if you're not blogging, you should be blogging, you should be putting reviews on your blogs, you should be giving recommendations on products because uh, that's what people want. Uh, particularly women, and you know, the women do the majority of the purchasing, uh, whether it's online or offline, so if you're not uh, aware of, you know, how you're interacting with the female population of your customer base, you better be careful because that's where the money is. And uh, it also said the majority of women use social networks solely for keeping touch with family and friends, right? So uh, what do you think, Mike? Well, you know, um, that's interesting. I, I, um, the, when, when I heard you mention a blog, her in iVillage, um, I actually ran into a couple of their representatives um, at uh, Blog World and or was it SES? I'm trying to remember. But the point where I was going is off your point. It's interesting. I'm glad we're, you know, chatting about this is, um, you know, people actually don't tend, including myself before I learned, you know, learned about, you know, targeting different demographics, you know, a couple years ago. They just, you know, sometimes people think about what they're, you know, what they like and what they think somebody else would like, but you have to look at other races and genders. And um, women have not been targeted, and women are actually, um, you know, as far as marketing, and, and they're actually making some serious movements now. I was talking to BlogHer, actually, .com. Um, I think it was possibly the CEO, and she was talking to me about um, that, you know, quite a bit of women out there, they're making some really good ground because, you, like you mentioned, they're creating they're creating a lot of blog pages with their family and personal life and this and that, and they're actually locking that out. So they're using the password protection. And then on the other side, like, they have, like, a see my hobbies type side. So not, not so much that's how the precise, you know, what they're precisely doing, but that's roughly the mentality of, you know, of what a lot of women are going towards these days. And you know what? I actually was on the, um, I was on the phone uh, with uh, uh, a lady that's getting her master's degree at UNLV. And here's kind of this cool thing because um, I could be doing a, a class at UNLV here pretty soon uh, for Internet marketing. UNLV is the top hotel college in the world, but only has one Internet marketing class. So this lady's in her master's. And um, I was actually um, entertaining the thought of going back for my master's in marketing. So we were just chatting about it. She told me that she's been hearing a lot of her women friends that are in marketing um, that are really starting to, you know, want to learn the Internet and make some ground. So that's interesting because a lot of, like, the younger generations I'm seeing for women and blogging, they're kind of more, um, you know, asking around and then kind of, you know, or ground prints, but you know what's really interesting? I met quite a bit of women at um, at Blog World, Search Engine Strategies, and PubCon, and um, that have their own blogs, and they just pretty much told me, you know, they just read the help, you know, and that's what a lot of us guys don't want to do. We don't want to read directions. We don't want to yeah. read the help, and you know, and a lot of where I was going with that is, um, I was from what I was taking is it was like the. Uh, 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 maybe middle-aged women or not not middle-aged, you know, under middle-aged because I don't know what middle-aged is, but let's say over 35. I'm going to just pick that. So roughly under 35, you know, they're asking their friends or starting on Facebook, but definitely, you know, if they have a family, the women that have families, you know, children or so or and or over the age of roughly between 30 to 35, if they don't know it, they're going to dive in and create better pages than I've created. <laughs> and it's uh, it's cool, though. It's really cool to see that. And at the same time, um, just like you said, Scott, the best way to focus is, you know, is, yeah, to give uh, review comments on products 
this, that. And uh, a friend at Google once told me always the, uh, one of the best things to do is to create a poll. You know, and, and I, you know, and we've been seeing that more and more. Like you have polls on, but polls actually do trigger search, you know, search engine optimization values um, mm-hmm. and get you ranked higher. But they engage the user too. So if you have a blog dedicated to women and products or so, let's say your lipstick. Um, you know, you might want to put the top seven lipsticks and put a question that says, what do you prefer? And mm-hmm. people actually will remember that. Right, right. Well, and one of the things, too, in case anyone listening to this thinks that this is, you know, kind of a you know, not an important topic, you know, women make 85% of the purchase decisions in the United States. So if you're ignoring them, you're basically only dealing with 15% of the population, uh, or 15% of the purchase decisions in the in the U.S. So you really need to be aware of it. And as far as Twitter goes, only 20% of of uh, women appear on Twitter compared to those that appear on or use Facebook and some of the other social media that's out there. And it's... Uh, it's mainly, I think, wow. because they look at it as a well. And, you know, when you think about it, like there's a there's a joke that I use, and uh, anyone that has, any women that uh, I've ever spent any time with, I tell them, you know, I, there was this study, and <clears throat> they found out that the maximum number of words that a man can comprehend and speak and listen to in a day is five thousand. And with women, it, it and I think this is a true study actually. With women, it, it was. Uh, you know, close to ten or fifteen thousand, right? So, I would say to them, you know, after a certain period of time, if you're just talking, talking, talking at me, I zone you out, and it's not my fault. It's the way men are wired. And there are there have been times when I've someone's been talking to me, a woman's been talking to me, and I look at them and I say, you know, I'm sorry, but all I heard was wah wah wah, you know, from Charlie Brown, <laughs> and I said. I didn't get a thing you just said. I said, I hit my 5,000-word limit, and it just shut right off. And they laugh, and I laugh. And I said, okay, I'm really focused now. It's like, tell me what you said. It's hard work, right? And uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm sticking to it because it's sure. When I mean, you can make a joke about something like that, and, and of course, women love to communicate and they love to talk generally speaking and generally speaking guys tend to be quiet i mean clint eastwood right you know it dirty harry like says three words and uh, you know and yet you you know, <laughs> like any any part that a woman has is like long and lots of words so uh, I think there is even though you know there's a lot of guys that are speakers and they talk and, i mean we talk a lot but uh Generally speaking, we don't talk as much. So that's why Twitter is great for guys, right? Because you've got 140 characters. We're happy. Like, you know, you know some of the chats you have with me, right? I go, okay, okay, yeah. Or I reply to an email, sounds good, you know. <laughs> so Twitter for me is awesome because I could just go, sounds good, and I'm done. And if I want to put a lot more in there, I can't. And so I could see how it would be very frustrating for a woman because she might want to put six or seven or eight paragraphs in there and can't, right? Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. And you know, and we, yeah, and even even some some guys too as well. But yeah, that's that's a that's a major turnoff for probably women on Twitter is you know, and especially with all the just random stuff that's just going on. Because Twitter it seems like all the the spammers and business guys got a hold of that thing first, and just now the celebrities are on it. And um, it's going to be interesting to follow some of the celebrity women bloggers because they're actually probably, um, now I'm thinking about it, Scott, they're going to probably try to make a movement too, 
you know, to create, because um, there doesn't seem like there's a bit. You know, there was actually a company I met um, while I was working at XY7, they're out of New York, and the lady actually had um, a big website, um, Women for Bloggers or so, but I'll get the information for next time. But this was a huge website that she just envisioned actually for single moms. Oh, yeah. And it was like a blogging network. Yeah, so um, I want to check into that. But you're, you're you're 100% right, and, you know, as far as just, you know, and women definitely have, you know, probably uh, imagine a lot more patience than guys, you know, as far as reading text information and not just jumping into videos but actually reading what's written. So I, I was just thinking about that from hearing what you mentioned that, of course, it's in our human nature. So if you're targeting uh, women, I'm thinking we probably want to, you know, write quite a bit and, Maybe um, and also podcasts too as well because yeah. you know you know I just got done running at the track here earlier at the gym and you know it's funny I, I don't know if I think I mentioned this to you but it's so funny that Randall Cunningham runs next to me flying by me used to play for the Eagles a good Hall of Fame quarterback but I look around and quite a bit of the women in this facility and this thing's huge Las Vegas for some unknown reason has the biggest athletic facilities in the world mm. indoor tracks and you can see the mountains. You know, the track actually goes outside of the building and around, and it's indoor, you know, because it's only 180 degrees here. <laughs> yeah. But um, where I was getting is, is a lot of the women I see, they're all tuned in on to their iPods yeah. and their iPhones, and they have them wired directly in. And, you know, those could be audio books that you can incorporate for That's women for sure. on your website and, and podcasts. Yeah, and uh, one of the things from this survey that I thought was really interesting was, you know, how much – women are depending on uh, reviews and opinions of other people who blog and how little they are using traditional media. So in this particular uh, survey, 30% are watching less TV, 31% are listening to less radio, 36% are reading fewer magazines, and 39% are reading the newspaper less. So that's a huge shift in the media landscape, right? So here you've got the uh, you know the gender that's making the majority of the purchase decisions rejecting all the traditional media that they used to use to make their their purchasing decisions in favor of online sources like Facebook and blogging and that sort of stuff and 45% of the women in the survey said they decided to purchase an item after reading about it on a blog and uh, hmm. and the women that were on uh, blog her and that network uh, they were up to 85% so you know, uh, that's that's just a huge, huge change, and, uh, and I think that uh, you know really need to be uh, you know cognizant of that. And of course, you and I have been you know proponents of blogging since pretty well day one. And if there was ever a reason, if you don't have a blog, you've got to get a blog and get blogging on it in your in your field. And uh, you know, also you know, be very, very nice to women bloggers. <laughs> Because uh, they're going to carry a whole pile of influence with, uh, you know, with the with the people that are out, the women that are out there looking for for uh, making their purchase decisions, right? You don't want to have a woman blogger out there saying, "Oh, that guy's not very nice," because <laughs> they're going to find out about it. Oh yeah, that's for sure. And plus, you know, another thing too, like and uh, and uh, you know. My fiance says this too, and she's actually she's African African American. I'm white Russian, and um, I actually put her on the board. And you know, it's interesting that we're chatting about this because it's just is so amazingly narrow-minded that um, a lot of SEO firms in my arena. I was just thinking about this. They, if you look up their contact us, you will not see. Um, sometimes you see all guys. Put it that way. Most of the time, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and that's a big turnoff. And you know, you know, it's funny. I just thought about this, and this is kind of cool. 
because it shows my personality a little bit. I bought a website from a lady that was getting out of the business, and it's called InternetMarketingGirls.com. Mm. And I didn't buy it for myself, but I bought it for the niche. And I bought it because I have a you know little expanded network where I know you know you know quite a bit of uh, you know women in the uh, internet industry on the affiliate marketing side, the SEO side, and um, and my vision one day is just to have that as a main portal to go to women dedicated companies, you know, because there's still that possible you know they're still out there for that because you know what I was thinking is you know when I go to these uh, conferences, uh, PubCon and um, I don't want to keep saying SES because it's not worth going to PubCon and Blog World um, and let's say SES, but more women are going to the conferences, I would say doubling every year, and there's still only mm-hmm. probably women attendees are probably only 15%, Scott. And that's like, that's pretty accurate. I mean, it could even be down to 7 to 15%, let's say, or even 20 at the highest. But where I'm going with this is here's what's going to happen. There's peace. You know, with all the um, the drama that happened at SES in August with uh, uh, Mr. Dave Snyder and the um, genius CEO of uh, Search Engine Journal dot com, and um, you know, and it's funny actually that night I have a picture of all all of those guys, you know, drunk, and they're over here telling me that I was drunk when I was talking against them in a debate. How's the drunk person going to be in a debate? But it's just <laughs> funny when you mentioned that earlier because guess who put that picture up? Shoe money. And Shoe Money put a picture up, which I have on my blog, if you, anyone wants to do a search. But I have it on there, and it's, oh, no, no, actually, because that was the guy that attacked me. It was Greg Bozer. He owns an SEO firm. He calls himself the Grill or whatever. But if you look at that picture, it looks like he got beat up by six people with a couple of drinks. And um, Shoe Money put it on his blog. I got, I grabbed the picture before he removed it because he did, you know. Yeah. But, um where I was going with that is what's going to happen is, is I mean, I'm, I'm pretty mature in the way I handle myself. And, you know, me personally, I don't drink because I have acid reflex. So it was pretty funny them, you know, people telling me that I was drinking at the conference because I wasn't even at a party that people said I was there. But women, if this starts happening to women, where I'm going with this is, is with tempers flying at these conferences and me not being a pushover and standing up for myself and telling every single person that I just mentioned, you need to calm down, you know, or uh, let's have a public debate. Let's go live on radio, whatever you want to do, smart Alec. You know, women are going to not put it, they're going to put up with it just the way I did, I'm thinking. And this is going to be interesting to see how this industry is going to change because there is, you know, women, there's quite a bit of women of power and even not of power because you don't have to be of power to run a good blog. You just have to be blogging like you said, Scott. That's right. And, you know, and it's going to be interesting because there's going to be people forced out of their spaces that just think they're just so bright. A lot of women, because women are going to be silent but deadly. That's what I'm thinking. And because it, it just gets chaotic, and some of them will, you know, will definitely speak out, but watch out for the ones that don't because, you know, that's smart. I mean, I should have never engaged with Greg Bozer and all of them, but I thought it was kind of funny, and I don't miss an opportunity, especially if somebody tries to attack me, you know, telling me that I'm buying in links or, or selling in links, and they using me as an example without even research. So it's not my fault if I tactfully lit them up you know, with the truth, but it's just going to be very interesting to see how the, uh, on, on my side, the internet marketing side uh, with the conferences, because more and more women are, are blogging and going to these conferences, Scott, you know, at least, it's at least doubling every, 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 every single pub con and blog world and search engine strategies and whatever else there is out there. Right, right, that's cool. So we, you know, we've kind of talked a little bit about uh, social networks that uh, women like uh, and how, why they prefer them to, uh, to Twitter specifically in that study that was done. 
And uh, another kind of social, uh, well, you know, one of the biggest social networks, of course, is Facebook. And uh, they've done something that I think is going to uh, really uh, impact social networking in general I and mean, take it to the next level. And that is Facebook and Dig are now connected. So you're able to, um, you know, put some of your Dig stuff on to, uh, through use it through Facebook and your friends can dig their the articles and the news that you think is really cool and one of the things that uh, I really like about dig is the fact that it's basically the public voting on uh, news stories right and as a copywriter <coughs> I tend to focus mo mainly on uh, you know the sales copy and stuff like that like my extreme copy.com I just redid that and and you took a look at it before we went on the air and um, and that's one type of writing, but another type of writing is news articles. And and uh, and of course, you we've often talked about using your blog as a newspaper. Think of your blog as a newspaper, so you don't necessarily put blatant. Well, you have ads, right? Because newspapers have ads, but they've also got like news. And sometimes the news is veil, you know, thinly veiled ads, right? You know, if, if you're talking about a if you do an interview with some businessman, you know, evidently, you know, obviously that's a good public relations move if it's a good article and it's and it's positive at everything else, and uh, but those things you can can be dug right. So now all of a sudden you can write a, an interesting article, you know, it's a newsworthy article, maybe a little bit controversial article. Then you can go dig it, and then you can connect that with your Facebook account. So all of your friends, like you got to say, if you got a 500 friends or you got a thousand friends on Facebook. And uh, you you know do this article and you get thirty or forty or fifty of them that also dig it. Uh, all of a sudden you know you c that could be enough of an impetus to get your dig uh, you know very very popular and <clears throat> get onto the first page. And usually if you're on the first page you're gonna you can expect about ten thousand visitors to your site. So that uh, that could be huge huge uh, <clears throat> ways of generating traffic with very little uh, effort. Yeah, that is true. That's a very good point. That is a very good point. And you know, you know, Facebook. Um, you 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 were mentioning to me, Scott, that Facebook. You know, a lot of women are choosing Facebook over Twitter earlier, and I was shocked at the twenty percent that women are on you know Twitter, um, because eighty-seven percent supposedly of the population knows about Twitter. You know, in probably regional areas or so. But um, you know, just. Yeah, Facebook is still Facebook is such a good you know such a good source because it gives a you know it gives somebody an extra protection a sense of feeling that you can't just look up anybody and go look and see who all their friends are and see who they're linked to like MySpace and LinkedIn and stuff you know LinkedIn does a good job with that but also I wanted to point out that um, um, LinkedIn's been getting actually double the amount of traffic of women um, you know creating LinkedIn profiles because before it was just kind of for you know. I mean, there's a lot of women that are CEOs, but it's a given, unfortunately. And I'll say that because, you know, I'm I'm, I'm cool, male and female. You know, I like women. I, I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm not in favor of dating guys at all. You know, I like women. That's my preference. But so I don't leave them out. So the thing is, is it's very interesting because there's going to be another huge movement on LinkedIn, and and I would I would I would be speculative to say that because I've heard a lot of information from some powerful hitters, you know, around the industry in the last years. And um, that lady that I mentioned in New York that runs a mommy um, blog network, and she also runs an affiliate network, so she has a lot of power and money behind her. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she's working on her own women, women's LinkedIn, you know. So 
you know, it won't be, it'll be, I'm, I'm thinking, too, from what you were mentioning and bringing this topic up to me this morning, too, that, um, you know, that there's going to be a uh, segregation and also a combined community, too, as well. But, um, you know, it could be interesting how, you know, maybe a specific type of women, you know, that are going, that want to go after certain targets online that spammers are doing to the general public and us and the Internet marketers overseas. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens actually in the next three to five years. You know, so it's just going to be interesting. I'm going to follow it, you know, like I do everything. But And, and it's very interesting hearing your views, and, and you're 100% right, you know. And definitely I've seen, you know, ExtremeCopy.com and women out there that are, um, you know, contact Scott because he's one of the best writers and, um, you know, the writing actually just comes right at you at certain points when, you know, when it's when it's supposed to instead of just being just one blase or there's certain striking parts of the way that Scott writes it. So I would definitely look at that site and, you know, even contact Scott for help because he is one of the best that I've seen, you know, and I've told you that. Oh, before. thanks. <coughs> Appreciate that, Mike. Um, definitely. One other thing I wanted to touch on was because we've talked a little bit. Well, as you know, podcasting is is a is a massive part of uh, of uh, my life and my interest and and that sort of stuff. And I'm really excited because I'm working on a uh, a program to teach nonprofits, uh, non government organizations, nonprofits how to uh, podcast and use podcasting to uh, get more volunteers, get more donors, get more. Uh, Exposure, get uh, you know public awareness, engage the public, uh, that sort of stuff. Get a higher um, profile in the community, so that if the government says that they're going to cut back on funding for the nonprofits, they can easily mobilize you know the the community to uh, and let the community know, so the community can let their politicians know that they don't want to do that, that sort of stuff. And I'm very very excited about uh, about that. And and uh, part of uh, the the ongoing learning about podcasting is the impact that um, the iPhone has on uh, on podcasting because all of a sudden, you, if you had an iPhone, you could download the podcast onto the iPhone and now you're, um, you don't need a computer, right? And you can listen to it off your iPhone. And, and I've always kind of keeping an eye out for how, you know, the Blackberries and the Sony Ericsons and the Nokias and everybody else is kind of reacting to this because... In my opinion, the iPhone is like a toy, and it's got all these toy type of, of things that, are, as opposed to a totally business function. And I'm thinking that you know most businessmen are gonna, as long as the iPhone can do the same things from a business perspective as the other phones, plus it has the ability of, you know, kind of being fun. That uh, you know, if they're not careful, you're gonna see a huge shift. And 45 million sales already, units sold already, is a pretty you know, pretty significant shift in no time at all. I mean, they're number three. Uh, they could be dominating that market in the next two or three years. And, of course, when it comes to that kind of gray area where, you know, Apple who makes computers and iTunes, which, you know, sells downloadable songs, and, and now you're into the phone business, you look at the other kind of big players, like and Google is one that comes up. They've got this thing called the Android uh, and you know what are they doing? And of course, they're they're uh, I think going after a lot of the same things that uh, that the iPhone has gone after. And and I think you know I really you know I doubt very much if there's anyone from Sony Ericsson and Nokia listening to us. But you know you guys got to get on board with this stuff, or you're going to get behind because with the latest Android version, basically you can take your your phone, 
record a video and upload it uh, basically immediately to YouTube. If you use the Picasa web albums, which is Picasa's is the uh, Google's uh, you know up, picture upload thing, right? Uh, you can upload the, the photos direct. You know, take a picture with your camera, upload it directly to your Picasa web albums. <clears throat> it's going to you know work with Gmail, obviously. You're going to be able to search by phone, so the search, uh, speech recognition is better. You're going to ha- and one of the complaints, and Mike, you had mentioned a friend of yours had one of these, and his complaint was you know typing, right? Well, it's going to have a virtual on-screen keyboard, so you you know typing, and that to wow. me is the whole problem with uh, you know these little. These little phones, because you know uh, the population is getting older. Us older guys, like we don't have small thumbs, right? And uh, just yeah. I look at my buddy going away at you know at, on his texting, and I just can't get it, right? But to be able to have a very you know a half size keyboard that I can just virtually type, I think that you know you might get me over with that. And uh, and of course you're going to be able to uh, download uh, podcasts and listen because you've got hands free calling. And listening with the stereo Bluetooth, so man, you're, uh, you know, there's another, <coughs> you know, I'm I'm ready to, uh, to you know, to play sort of thing going on. And if they if they can if they can hook it up so that you've got a, uh, you're able to just get the RSS feed for your podcasting, then it, just think of being able to podcast and send out your mess you know your message and know that you know pe- millions of people on their phones are going to be able to hear your your conversation as like you were saying as they're going for a run around the track as they're going for a walk in their neighborhood as they're uh, on their way to uh, to work driving although I wouldn't recommend you know earphones in in the car but certainly uh, there are contraptions that uh, you know uh, attach this to your car stereo or your little speaker or that sort of thing right so we're going to be yeah, able to even on a week, even on a getaway too, as well. And on a getaway, that's right. You know, go up to the cabin in the woods and you know listen to your favorite uh, person talking about your favorite topic, whether it's golfing or some sort of craft or a skill that you want to improve or personal development is huge. All those sorts of things. In fact, one of the most popular categories in the health podcasting is yoga. I'm amazed. Like when you look at the top 100 health podcasts on iTunes, there's like six yoga podcasts in the top 20 or 30. And I'm just like, oh, I can't believe it, right? I can believe it. But I mean, but that just tells you, uh, you know, we were talking about women before, right? Well, if you go to a yoga class, I have to tell you, and I do yoga, I do hot yoga, you know, there's like 50 people in the class and there's like six guys, and we think we've died and gone to heaven, even though it's the hardest workout I've ever done in my life. <laughs> but, you know, but uh, there is something that's very, you know, uh, the you know, the majority of people that do it are women, and that just goes to show that women are listening to podcasts because I just am amazed at how how popular those are, and they get into the quite high in the in the overall like the top 100. The few of them are are in that as well. So it's not just like you know the health, it, it it's the whole overall uh, overall area. So I think this you know Android coming out is something we really need to watch, and uh, I know you and I have talked about how we can uh, you know use uh, Use the Apple apps and the Android apps to help people promote their business. Because you, when we're talking about online, I think one of the dangers, the dangers 15, 20 years ago, like 1994, when the Internet really started to get popular, was that the, 
uh, click, uh, the brick and mortar stores didn't get on board and they decide, oh, you know, this is a fad or this is, I don't need a website, blah, blah, blah. You know, 15 years later, we are crazy if you don't have a website, right? Particularly if you're an offline business. Well, now the online business, and that's a kind of a, that's a natural, I don't want to change, myopic look that we all have because nobody likes change particularly. So now we have this online business that's going. It's going good. You know, it's not too bad. We're driving a little traffic. We want to grow it a little bit more. And if you're not careful, you're just looking at it online as your website and your email. And it's no longer your website and your email, folks. It's your website. It's your email. It's how you communicate with a phone, right? Like, who doesn't have a cell phone except me? Everybody, right? So... Most of those cell phones, the newer versions and the cooler versions and everything else, because everyone's got a cell phone, you know, it's a, it's keeping up with the Joneses. So the latest toy, I mean, I know people, I was in England before the iPhone was released in England, and this guy who lives in England had one. He had flown over to the United States and bought one, and he was showing me all these things that you could do on it. And he couldn't phone on it, right? But he didn't care. He just was really happy that he had it because this was just his great toy, right? So there's this massive population that have cell phones and they have internet connections on their cell phones. And to me, it's you cannot make them look at that little screen and read what you've got to say, what you want to tell them. You have to talk to yeah. them. You know? And so we're looking at different apps that are going to be able to uh, help you talk to them or communicate with them, you know, or, or, you know, whatever. I mean, we're still in the developmental phase. We've got some really good ideas on how it's going to be. But uh, we want to make it so that you can <coughs> have an app, people can download your app, and then they automatically get your podcast because now you can talk to them. They automatically get your maybe your Twitter or your Facebook updates or, uh, uh, I, I don't, you know, your blog postings, that sort of thing. And uh, and make it really easy for you to be able to do that because this is the uh, revolution that's that's coming because you, it's just uh, you've got hundreds and hundreds of millions of people that have these cell phones and uh, and they're they're spending more time on their cell phone than they are on their computer so why not uh, connect with them there as well right yeah or their husbands or wives or boyfriends or girlfriends <laughs> you, yeah. you know what's interesting um, I wanted to bring up kind of a funny well it's not a funny point but it's kind of ridiculous uh in vegas here on the news which i seldomly watch because it's all negative but they have like this rant it's called like john's rant or something but it talked about how how many people break up with you know somebody else um you know via text message or twitter but um, oh. <laughs> and, and and you know the stats was like over 85 90 percent that's why it's kind of it's out of control but you know, it, it's that I've always I've always been one to say myself um, since I was 21, you know, 10 years ago that this world is getting unpersonable, unfortunately, and we just have to roll with it, you know. Um, like uh, my mom knows how to text now, and my dad he can view text, but he can't text me back. So <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but you know, it's real funny. Is uh, I told him, um, you know, he's been. I, I've been telling him for ten years to get online and get all his newspapers, and he find. I mean, he's he's on that thing so much, and I get verification from his, you know, his his girlfriend, which is a big, uh, big, big executive at Citibank, which is cool. So you know, he's got good minds to bounce off of. But going on that Android, I want to really. I've been looking at that Android. I, you know, I was really actually 
completely disappointed by Google, but you know what? I had a friend at Google that told me that Google does certain weird things that make no sense to their business model to totally throw people off, and I wouldn't be surprised if they came out with the Android that's out now, the G1 T-Mobile AT&T Google Android operating system phone. That's exactly what it's called. It's, it's it, you know, it looks terrible. Um, it, it, you know, it just it just doesn't look good. It doesn't it doesn't handle good. It doesn't type good. Um, it's not really user friendly. The screen's not that big. It's a little bright, you know, and it just doesn't look like Google's great phone that's coming out. So, thing is, I wouldn't be surprised with everything you mentioned to me, uh, you know, and the audience earlier of what's going to be entailed in this new Android. Now that that's it. Now I'm really I'm excited because I want to. I've actually I, I that's the phone I really want to buy is this Google phone because. I always been I've been really I it's funny because I told my dad before Android you know operating system was announced I was I you know I was researching because sometimes I look at companies to buy stocks and they actually acquired this company that created the Android system Google did and you know this was like two years ago so I've been waiting like a year and a half for this thing to come out and when it came out I was like ah but I'm so excited because I have seen a holographic uh, keyboard before. You know, and I was always mm. imagining that would be the future, you know, and you mentioning that and Google being in Congress last year trying to buy up all the rights for cell phone, you know, to put it this way, what they did is they or either did it or they're still working on it. They were working with the FCC. They were trying to buy up all the rights um, to be able to provide phone calls like a Verizon, a T-Mobile, and you know, and maybe they didn't go that route, but I still think they are. It's the same thing where they're providing free Wi-Fi. Um, for I believe the city of Santa Clara, the Silicon Valley, you know, oh, when yeah. I was out there. I heard, asked that again, yeah, because I was looking for some Wi-Fi signals when I was in uh, the Bay Area, you know, a couple weeks ago. And you know, I've seen those stories over the last couple years, and I'm just thinking that they're envisioning it even bigger than that. Like, hey, buy the Google phone, because see, right now, um, you know, you can plug in a BlackBerry and use your phone as a modem and plug the phone directly via a wire, um, like it would actually go on your BlackBerry, and then the other side of the USB, it goes into your computer, and you can log in through the Internet with Sprint, you know, on the BlackBerry. The Blackberries mm -hmm. have the phone as a modem option. So I'm just thinking, you know, and it kind of it goes a little fast, but, it, you know, it's not as fast as it should be. But I'm wondering, with you know, with everything you mentioned and, and what the future holds, you know, pretty much, because... You know, it's exciting. Google has a lot of money to spend. They're not spending it in certain spots, and, and now they're making some moves. And when they do, because here's the thing I've always thought of, of Google is they, do, they, don't, they focus on a lot of stuff, but they really put their just, you know, dagger in, like, YouTube when they bought YouTube. I mean, they've changed it to where, you know, what it is. They've done a great job with it. You know, like eBay. eBay, when it first started, was great. And then, um, you know, just until uh, maybe a new CEO stepped in, it's, it's garbage now. You know, they overcharge people, this and that, and they kind of ruin the reputation quite a bit, you know, for eBay. But Google is just, you know, I'm, I'm really excited. And, you know, and women, uh, you know, that's another thing, too, um, I've noticed because I do, you know, some paying attention at the, uh, uh, at the athletic center. And, you know, again, they got their Blackberries and they have the iPod. So they're listening to music to, A, turn off guys from trying to hit on them. <laughs> and then, yeah. they, you know, to text their friends or talk to their friends or send out Twitters or, Check their MySpace. You know, because there's a lot of women I know that are on like MySpace and Facebook and stuff. And um, I just think it's great. I think it's going to totally change up the game. Um, a lot of big companies are going to get pushed out, and a lot of uh, entrepreneurial women and men uh, in general have a huge opportunity right now um, by uh, buying a domain name and, and building their space. And 
when you buy a domain name, make sure you're committed to your industry for five years, and that's a secret. Right, right, for sure. You know, you got to do that. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's some great information, Mike. And I think that uh, you know it's something we all need to be cognizant of because uh, it can have a huge impact on the businesses that we that we build online, right? And uh, it's important to keep up to date on uh, on these sorts of things and. Other things that are happening that we'll maybe touch on a little bit more next time are, you know, some more news about Microsoft and Yahoo. They they talked about a deal earlier, and it looks like they may uh, be doing, you know, still doing. I think that something is going to happen there because, you know, just listening to you talk about Google, I just imagine if Google has his phone, and now all of a sudden it's the Google. Uh, browser that you're using, and it's the Google this that's using, and you, it's, they've got Google documents and spreadsheets and everything else. They're going after Microsoft Office, and all, and all of a sudden you've got sharing and all this thing going on through your phone, and now Microsoft is like totally out of the picture, right? So, you know, the movement is towards miniaturization, right? I mean, look at the size of a computer in 1960; it was like three stories. And climate control, right? Now I have a laptop on my desk and I have a desktop under my desk because I have both types, right? And they're small. And then you've got these little computers that are like a quarter of the size of my laptop. And then you can do almost all the computing on a phone now, right? So, uh, you know, Microsoft's got to be looking like that at that and saying, you know what, dude? I mean, we could be out of business because if you're running everything off of your phone, uh, through the internet, why do you need Microsoft Office? You, the Internet Explorer is is gone. And remember how you know the browser wars, Netscape and Internet Explorer, and how vicious that was ten years ago, right? Microsoft won it, and this is a way for Google to just wipe out Microsoft. And don't think these guys don't look at it from that perspective because they do. And and Yahoo, of course, they'll they'll be history too if everyone's going through a Google phone. So you know it's, it makes sense that the two of them are going to team up in some way, whether one buys the other or, or Microsoft buys Yahoo or uh, or they get together in a partnership because uh, the two of them together still would probably have more you know as much clout as as Google in the on the internet, right? And then uh, and then of course the question is whether they could. Uh, it, you know, if they get to come with their own phone, I guess, or something like that. But uh, yeah, you know, that's interesting. Uh, if they come out with a Yahoo phone, that'd be cool. I've always been a big Yahoo fan, and to love what you mentioned, and and to give the actual stats, um, uh, Google is second in command of traffic behind Yahoo. Yahoo's uh, missing um, is right behind uh, Google in traffic. They're about fifteen to twenty percent less, and the MSN's right behind them. So. Yeah, I agree with you um, completely, and I want to. We'll touch base on it, you know, next time because all the uh, all the documents and stuff, you know, all that stuff's free. Nobody's going out and buying a Microsoft Office these days, you know. And Microsoft realized uh, when Bill Gates stepped down, they don't need to concentrate on software because they have a huge search engine uh, platform, and that's what makes money. So yeah. my prediction is they're going to work out a deal because I think they're worth more on paper quite a bit than uh, Yahoo, and Yahoo's uh, owner just stepped down. About uh, three months ago, I believe. Why? Well, that's what I heard. Um, I forgot his last name. But um, it's going to be interesting to, for them to join forces. And I'm predicting that they're going to have one AdWords, like Google has their AdWords terminal, where you go in and you set up the ads and this and that. And right now, Yahoo and MSN are separate. I'm predicting that they're going to combine their uh, combine themselves into a joint, you know, thing. And then 
I hope maybe uh, you might see a monopoly lawsuit from Google, you know, to try to stop them. Because MSN's yeah. always there. Actually, I just thought about that. We could talk about that next week, too. MSN, you know, accused and has been accused of trying to do monopolies, and Google can kind of try to stop them on this, too. That's something that I don't think, uh, you know, a lot of people are thinking about, too, as well, on the deal. But I'm hoping the deal goes through. Yeah. For cool. Microsoft and Yahoo. There you go. All right. Well, thanks, Mike. It's been uh, a wonderful uh, 40-odd minutes, some great information, great conversations as usual. Hope everybody listening got, uh, you know, got some ideas and, and uh, head over to AskScottPatton.com. Leave some comments. If you've got any questions relating particularly to SEO for Mike or Internet marketing for myself or sales copy, uh, let us know. Let us know what you thought of the show and uh, anything that we can do to, uh, to make the show better for you. Um, Mike, if somebody wanted to find out more about SEO and some of the stuff you do, uh, where could they go? Um, actually, you can just go to uh, SEOchampion.com and um, I pretty much uh, laid out exactly what's going on, you know, as far as um, I would look at, you know, check out under the SEO tabs, look at all the, um, I call it all the cart services, but what it, what it is is everything that's entailed in Internet marketing so you can get a good grasp of all of all the different, you know, sites to study on. And then um, from there you'll see, you know, a box banner that goes right to my SEO blog and just look through the categories because I just randomly put it the way I did so I won't be copied. And, um, you know, just look for the categories on the left-hand side that you're interested in seeing, and you'll see some very good information that I either hand-wrote or did a video or found a video on from an expert that I know and trust. Wonderful. Awesome. Great. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody, and we'll talk to you all next time. You've been listening to Internet Marketing Unleashed, the podcast at www.ask.com.